Drinks. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and this week uh, we had some shenanigans. Uh, Amanda's kids have been super sick, and we tape at Amanda's house. So uh, rather than get me and my family sick and get our guest and their family sick, uh, we have not been taping. So we are doing another episode of me and Ari, my husband. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do another uh, episode of just you and me talking about our shit shows, and then we'll um, we'll read some listener emails. Yep. Uh, another evening of one martini Betsy and one uh, Manhattan Ari going through some listener mail. Yep. Hopefully I'll say yo and girl like a lot less <laughs> What's this that time. Oh, my God. People, I don't know if it was evident to you. But uh, we had to edit a lot of uh, girl and yo out. I didn't notice that. I said it so many times. Now now I know. That's apparently something I do when I'm drunk. Uh, I mean, when I've had just a little vodka. Just a normal therapeutic amount of vodka. <laughs> so let's see. So we were trying to think about what we were going to talk about before we launched into these emails. Do you want to go first, yeah. actually, Ari? Oh, so Ari and I are married. Uh, we have three kids, all boys, eight, seven, and three. And, uh, and well, and so do you. <laughs> yeah, I have, this, I have the same array of children. Uh, if this is your first exposure to Why Mommy Drinks, this is a bit of a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, I am... I don't know if anyone's going to understand this reference, but I'm the Joan Rivers of this uh, podcast. Oh, wow. As if we were Johnny Carson? Yes. As if Amanda and I are collectively Johnny Carson? You are a collective Johnny Carson, and I am the Joan Rivers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I took down some notes while all of this was happening. So here's the story that I'm going to tell you. Right. So last we left our heroes, uh, you were going to watch the kids while I went away for Mother's Day weekend, which was, oh, so good. It was really just, it was just, just what I needed. So while you were gone, um, I, I made it a point. So I just wanted you to be by yourself, out of sight, out of mind, and not thinking about anything. So I was right. not about to call you for advice, and I was not about to uh, make you solve any problems or anything like that. So... Saturday, the first day you're gone, was also a little experiment that I called Candy Day. Uh, Do you remember? Yes, I remember. The kids were excited that there was going to be something called Candy Day, and I was really glad that I wasn't going to be here for it. And here's what Candy Day is. Also, I thought it sounded like a terrible plan, but uh, I didn't care because I would not be here. Yes. uh, Candy Day was me jumping on a grenade, in theory. Because Candy Day was uh, all the candy that they had gotten from Easter that they were just parceling out and having every day. And so every day they were having candy and demanding candy in their lunch. So I just thought, let's take one day where they can just go nuts and eat it all. It'll be like Halloween 2. And they can have their tummy ache and they can be done with it. And they'll be a little crazy, but fine. And then when you come home, they won't have any more candy. It'll all be gone. P.S. Like, I know our show is an advice-free zone. That said, if anyone out there has older kids who's been through this and you have a better system, I am 
so open to hearing it. Because so far the best system we found is have a total shit show day where we just, everyone eats a ton of candy and everyone's a fucking nightmare. And then we just kind of hope that most of the candy is gone. Yeah. And so that was sort of the theory. So I knew they were going to be a little bit rough. And also the idea was on Saturday, we're going to have one day, we're going to like have an active day, but then also on Saturday, we're going to have the coveted sort of lazy screen day. Right. Which is not which is not an unlimited screen day, but it's like a day where we're not we don't really have ambitious plans and we're like I wanted to be kind to myself and blah blah blah. And that's something that you and the boys really like and something that I don't. That's right. Right? Like I don't like laying around the house. It gets the house dirty. Everyone gets crazy and and I just want everyone out of the house. Right. So we have a rule that uh, you cannot – the kids, uh, they can do screens in the morning. They can get up. It's like their Saturday morning cartoons. But they, they can't do screens before 5.30. They have a big clock in their room and they have to come in. Which is a new thing which is that a new we've thing. implemented since our coming to Jesus moment. That's right. That's right. Uh, see last episode or yeah. see whenever this is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> previous episode. Previous yes. episode. So it starts – so my day starts at 5.14 – and the boys come in and they wake me up and they say, it's 5.30. And I look at my clock and no, it's not. It's 5.14. Go back to bed. So then they go back into the room. And then they come in at 5.19. And we do this again. And I manage to go back to sleep. And then they come in again uh, at 5.24. P.S. They have a fucking clock They have in a their clock room in their room. With the biggest numbers I've ever seen on any digital clock ever. Yes. So they know what time it is, it is right? It is completely unambiguous. I mean, unless, is, the, is it all fucked up? No, we, it works. I mean, it works. Has their little brother changed it or nope, something? No, it works fine. Clock works fine. Cool. cool they know cool, exactly cool. what the fuck they're doing. Okay. So needless to say, so by 529 when I finally get up, and it's 529, I go, fine. Uh, so I'm already kind of grumpy. It's fine. Um, but so they play screens for a while, and but I, I'm determined that uh, even though Mama is away, I'm not. I'm not gonna phone this shit in. Like we're gonna have like a good day. We're gonna go out, and so we're gonna go to Roscoe's, and we're gonna get chicken and waffles. Ooh, that is a nice LA staple. Yes, chicken. It, oh, really delicious fried chicken, and then waffles, which are like, eh, but together, so good, so good, so good. And then we're going to go to uh, Pan Pacific Park and shoot off that, like, rocket that we bought. Right. This yes. fucking rocket that's been in my trunk for two years. Yes. Great. Um, so uh, the, so right away everything goes sideways because there's, like, an hour and a half wait at Roscoe's. So we can't do that. So we have to scale that down. An hour and a half wait? Yeah. So Roscoe's is, like, this huge wait. So Roscoe's and shooting off rockets turns into just going to the pizza place and then not shooting off rockets. <laughs> Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then I decided I'm still going to get stuff done, so we're going to go grocery shopping. So I'm taking all three kids to Ralph's. Oh, Ari. And this is on candy day, right? So they're all a little Ari. bit. Ari. I know. Everyone listening knows the hellscape that you're about to. Yeah. Okay. And they fight in Ralph's. This is not going to surprise you. They fight in the grocery store. Um, oh, they fought? They fought. Believe it or not, it, it did not have a great time. In a grocery store? In a grocery store. store. And or now, just anywhere that they were? Anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, the kind of thing where it's been happening a lot where uh, the three-year-old wants to... All he wants to do is press the buttons on the elevator. Um, mm. But the eight-year-old mm. understands that that's not fair. So he will run forward 
and push the buttons, even though I said Odie can do it, that and it'll start a thing. makes me lose my mind. Yes. So, by uh. the way, this whole time, uh, Ajax has this cough, this kind of consistent <coughs> little cough, but he's right. got the whole time... I don't really think much about it, but I've just noticed that he's got this cough. Right. So we finally get back from Ralph's, and everything's like a shit show, but I'm like, you know what? We're back. I'm in for the night. I feed them, put on a movie, I make myself an enormous drink, like bigger than the one I have now. Drink my drink. I'm happy. Things are fine. And then I notice, man, Ajax's cough is really not going away. And he's coughing a lot. And then I'm like, you know, he hasn't stopped coughing for hours. It's not a lot, but it's like, I mean, it's not a huge cough, but it's a consistent cough. And so at some point, for hours, and I'm like, you know, let me just call. Normally I would ask you what to do, but I'm not going to do that. So I thought, let me just call his doctor. So I called the on-call nurse. Because I thought like, and I'm asking him, is he having trouble breathing? But what I'm thinking, too, is if there's anything where I have to take him in to the doctor or something like that, um, let me not let me do it before everyone goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but we still have to shower everyone. They haven't showered in a couple days, so they're behind on showers. <laughs> uh, so that has to happen. So I'm asking Ajax, do you have trouble breathing? Do you want to go to the doctor? He's like, no, I'm fine. But he has this sort of constant cough. So I call the doctor. Doctor calls me back and says, yeah, you know. For lung stuff, for asthma kind of stuff, you know, you you want to have like a low threshold. So maybe, Fuck. you know, uh, give him his inhaler. And if that doesn't work, you might want to take him in to urgent care, right? But now it's Saturday night, so urgent care is not open. And I have been drinking. <gasps> so I now have this moment of like, well, I, what am I going to do? So so at some point, Ajax goes, you know, maybe I do need to go see the doctor. And I'm like, well, now fucking what? So I call a lift. What? Because I've had a drink and I don't want to wait around for like an hour because it might get worse. So I call a lift, get the kids into the lift, get Odie... Uh, in the the booster or whatever, and I'm in the back with him, and I'm sort of holding him. <laughs> and so in Ajax, me, I was like, "Why are we getting a cab?" And I was like, "Cause I don't want to pay for parking." Oh my um, god! And so we take this oversized lift oh to Children's god. Hospital. Uh, kids, of course, bickering the whole way, um, and we bring the iPads. And all Rex is concerned about is Wi-Fi. And we get there. And everything's fine, by the way. Right. We get there. And we get to the emergency room. And Rex is pushing his way to the front of the emergency room line to ask about Wi-Fi. And Jesus. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to check my, like, having trouble breathing middle child in. And Rex is like, excuse me, is your Wi-Fi? Is your Wi-Fi? Excuse me, is your uh, Wi-Fi? Oh, my arm is, is hanging off by a thread. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway... Ultimately, I've been shot nine times. But, but what about Wi-Fi? So at the end of the day, Ajax is fine. They give him some stuff. He's he's fine. The kids are loud. Then um, basically they're like, yeah, no, he's got asthma. There's nothing you can really do about it. Um, they give him some treatment for it, whatever. And it is while all this is happening that you FaceTime me. Uh, and, and you FaceTime me, I think it's probably like 
eight or something like that. Yeah, it was like normal bedtime. And you were like, uh, because I remember you called, you're like, oh, I'm sorry I'm calling so late because I'm afraid I've missed the kids' bedtime. And, I, and I'm answered this in the emergency room intake. And I was like, oh, no, you got time. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about where we are. Gotta go. Uh, yeah. And that's what that was. And my original plan was to and not. And when you said that. Yeah, what did I you was... think? I thought you were at like a fucking like, uh, I thought you were somewhere like painting a ceramic piggy bank. Oh yeah, yeah. I wish we'd been painting a ceramic piggy bank. <laughs> I thought you were at, you know what I mean? Like, yep. Like color me, fucking... color me mine or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Color me bad. Yeah, uh, color me bad. I thought you guys were at a color me we bad, were at a color con- me bad concert. concert. Yeah. So that's where we were. And my initial plan was to not tell you about it at all, Mm -hmm. but I also didn't want to instruct the kids to lie to you, and I knew that we were going to have to explain why when we got home at 10, and you finally FaceTimed us, or 9.30, or whenever we finally got home, why everybody was still up, and I didn't want you to worry about it. Um, And we have a rule in our house that you're not supposed to lie to us. Right. Um, And by the way, so we call a lift to go home. Um, and we get, uh, more than halfway home before Odie realizes he left his toy robot in the other lift the first time. Um, and, uh, not Wally, but one of the Alphabots. And, uh, so that's just gone. Oh no, is it gone? It's gone, and he takes it poorly. Alphabots. Uh, Alphabots, you can get, like, number bots and Alphabots on, I don't know, like Amazon or whatever. They're the they're, best. They're the best, and they're a really good present, too. Yeah, and they're nonviolent little robots that turn into the alphabet, and they're, they each have their own personalities, and they're the best. Yeah, imagine if Transformers, instead of, like, whatever the fuck they turn into, they just turn into, like, the letter A or the number four. Yeah. yeah uh, instead of turning into a car, you leave them in one, and then your three-year-old gets very upset. <laughs> womp womp. Um, and that, so that was me hold, like, holding him across the chest all the way back, because he's just in this booster seat too and him who's in his biting phase now just like mighty 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 he sure has landed in a biting phase yeah uh anyway so that's what i was doing while you were at the spa i mean i wasn't at a spa but yeah at the hotel with you i was at a hotel yeah oh man so anyway well i'm sorry that happened to you that's okay everyone turned out fine but for the record um our kids only seem to get sick on the weekends when the doctors are away and the uh, have right? you noticed Murphy's Law I feel like that's true of everyone's kids is it right? I don't know right call in call our hotline tell us <laughs> it got me on my shit show um yeah I feel like it's always like Friday 6pm what's this mysterious illness oh yeah totally oh fuck we gotta figure this out now yep no, we'll just go to the children's hospital emergency room and then sit back and wait for like a $500 invoice to roll in in the mail. Yeah. Plus it's like just four hours into a hole that you yeah. can bury. Like you'll never see that time again. So today's sponsor is HelloFresh. And HelloFresh is a meal delivery service that sends weekly meal kits to your house and they take all of the stress of meal planning, prepping, and grocery shopping off your plate and they deliver it right to your door and get it ready to go. I have a special guest to help me talk about how awesome HelloFresh is. Hello, Keaton. Hello. Oh, wait, what? Keaton's on the podcast? Talking about HelloFresh, why did I ask you to be part of this ad? 
Because I cook the HelloFresh while you and Betsy do the podcast. <laughs> That's right. And what do you like about HelloFresh? I like that I don't know how to cook and don't know where to begin. And they send a very clear list of instructions that I can follow. Yep. They have the pictures there. The pictures. All of the like step by step. Step by step, which I can. It's kind of like me in a in a little like paper. Right. It's just nagging me. Oh, it's like no. step one. No. <laughs> It tells me what to do, very yep. effectively tells me what to do. Yep. I can chop everything, put everything in the pan, yeah. mix it around. You guys come back in from doing the podcast, and Betsy's like, oh, my God, look how Caden can cook so well. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. And I'm yes. like, yes, I'm amazing. Yes. Uh, Amanda, you know, she thinks I'm amazing because she can see that I can cook so well. Yeah. And that's all thanks to HelloFresh. I like it, too, because I don't have to think about, I don't have to plan for the week. I don't have to go through and be like, okay, we're going to have this on Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday, and then do a long grocery list for us to try to figure out and get. Um, Instead, they do it for us, and it just is delivered to the front door, proportioned out, so we know we always have what we need when we need it. And you know what's annoying? What? Our children. Yeah. And they won't eat anything. No. But (laughs) when I... Make the Hello Fresh, they'll eat the food. Yeah, they like it. I think it's because they, you know, it's got good ingredients, so it tastes good. It's not, you know, the normal garbage that I sling at them. Yep. Um, so they'll eat it. I like it also because Hello Fresh has taken you out of your comfort zone, and you have started cooking new meals. Things that I never would have ever no. touched or purchased ever. in my life. Names of things that I didn't know existed. <laughs> right. You used to only make chicken parm. Keaton's right. chicken parm, which was anything but fresh. It's not fresh. No. no. You take a frozen chicken patty. <laughs> oh, no, you, you don't. You microwave no, it. No, you know what? Nobody needs to know how to make that meal. All they right. need Hello Fresh, and they'll learn how to make real meals that have fresh ingredients, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Yeah, just check the show notes, and you'll see <laughs> no. how to make Caden's chicken parm. <laughs> no. So, listen, for, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, that's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WMD80 and enter WMD80. Once again, for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash WMD80 and enter WMD80. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know what? Let's do some emails. Get some emails? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to save my stories about when you were out of town for a later episode okay. cuz I know we're going to do a bunch of episodes this week. So let's just tuck into some 
listener emails. We have been getting a bunch of them, and I am excited. All right. I would just like to have a little request. I hope it is cool with everyone. When you send an email, if you can, break it up into paragraphs. That will always be good. Um, only because sometimes it's like a huge, it's just like a... A lot of times you guys send us what I would consider to be a stream of consciousness primal scream or scream of consciousness. No judgment. No judgment. We both get, we all get it. This show is spiritually a primal scream inside of a Honda Odyssey. Yes. Yes, it is. But... Uh, for us to read it on on the show, if you can break it up into paragraphs, it's always good. All right. So this is from Emily Spanner. Hi there. Love your podcast. My name is Emily and I'm 24 and I have an almost five-year-old girl and a four-month-old boy. Oh, wow. 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 When I was 24, I was... In no condition no to be a parent. <laughs> I had my daughter fairly young and had no idea uh, really what being a mom was really like or what post-baby was like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not a young thing. You don't learn that (laughs) until you have them. A parent thing, a mom thing. So second time around, I thought I had it. Oh, yeah, right? Frozen pads and diapers ahead of time. I had my bag packed and I felt ready. We had my daughter stay at family's for a few days when we thought her brother was going to arrive. He didn't. Oh, yeah. We bring her back home, and of course, that's the night he shows. We rush to find someone, come stay with her in the middle of the night, and leave. During labor, they say, baby's heart rate is dropping, and we need to get him out. We're going to have to make a cut. Okay. I did take the epidural, so luckily I didn't feel much of that or the stitching until it wore off. I didn't think anyone could have prepared me from the pain I was going to endure from the episiotomy. Fast forward to this first checkup, and at that point, I am in excruciating pain and waddling everywhere. And Oh, yeah. This is something they don't tell you, and this is something that happened to you, too, is that sometimes... Uh, the pain meds just kind of take don't a powder after a half work. an hour and just don't work. Yeah. I I remember, oh, I have such a vivid memory of just, after I had my first kid, I had third degree tears and just waddling. Yeah, waddling and like trying to sort of act like everything was normal. I wish I could like take a time machine back and just be like, lady, just lay down and demand a wheelchair out of the building if and if they don't have one you just wait don't yeah. don't don't yeah. do your weird fucking death march out of the hospital because like, we, we were in we were in uh lower manhattan where you have the baby and then they just like flick on the lights and they're like you don't have to go home but yeah. you can't stay here <laughs> welcome to new york get out yeah <laughs> for real yeah i feel like no one comfortable else... stay forget about it yeah i was like can i have wheelchair i've had a really traumatic thing happen to my body and they were like we're all out of wheelchairs do you remember that so shitty sorry. nurse what her name was oh that was different oh the shitty nurse isis when... do you remember are you sure that wasn't when we had Odie here in no LA? definitely i don't remember isis I, re- I remember i remember we had a nurse we had a nurse named isis oh yeah and Nothing, it just it struck me later because that was before oh. ISIS was a terrorist group. Okay. But now I'm like, well, of course. Did she terrorize me? Yeah, she was the worst. She was like really rude. Really? Yeah. It's all a blur. Yeah. I don't remember 
anything. Um, except waddling out at the end. I remember this, that my, uh, I felt like my one qualification in that room was that I could, uh, try to be funny and keep the mood light and doctors weren't in the mood for that. Do you remember this? That I said, you, you're, I go, if, if this baby comes out half Korean, we're going to have a talk at some point later. And you laughed weekly and the doctor was like, that's not funny. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. We get into the room and I take him down to nothing for weight. Hmm? The scale is outside of the room around the corner. So we make our way there to get him weighed up. All is good. Walking back to the room, it happens. A real life shit show. He poops bright colored poop all down my light colored sweatpants and white sweater. What? Wait, I'm confused about the timeline. Emily, you have a kid already. You have a newborn and you were wearing light-colored sweatpants and a white sweater. Emily. Emily. <laughs> I do see... <laughs> she then says, I do see how bad of an idea it was to wear white, but it's what fit. Oh, okay. okay. I understand. In a panic, I apologize to the doctor for the mess, and she hands uh, us... Uh, disinfectant wipes, but I had forgot baby wipes. I get him cleaned up while scratchy uh, with a white scratchy paper towel, and the doctor tells us that we need to go to the hospital for day beds. Wait, where are they? What? What is happening? I thought they were at a hospital. They, I, I think they're at the pediatrician for day beds. And check his billy ribbon by blood. Oh, Emily, did you, did you just, did you dictate this into your phone? <laughs> no, I understand what billy ribbon is. Billy ribbon? Billy ribbon. That's the. Okay, it says. It's like a. Billy ribbon. Okay, that's dictated into the phone. By blood. It was gonna close in a short time, and I did not have time to go home and change. I don't know. So here we are at the hospital. I'm waddling in pain and make it to the fifth floor for them to only tell me I was given the wrong directions and and it's back down to the first floor before heading down. I stop at the vending machines for a drink. The machine takes my money but doesn't give me my drink. Oh, man. Oh, death by a thousand cuts. Simple but so aggravating in the moment. We head down. Yes, absolutely. You've just given birth. You already have another kid at home. Just give me my fucking drink. How long ago? I, I'm, you I'm, stupid robot. I'm lost in the timeline. How long ago has she given birth? I feel like it's really... I mean, she said fast forward. Oh, first checkup. First checkup. Okay, 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 so okay. That's, so that's like fast, right? Like, yeah. I feel like it was just a few days Yeah. after you go home, right? I think so. I can't remember. I remember it was always... Too soon. Yes. That you're like, I, I shouldn't be leaving the house right now. We head home and the pain is only increased. I begin to shake because walking or sitting hurts. I head to the doctor the next morning to discover my stitches became infected. Oh. They gave me a prescription for antibodies. Probably not. <laughs> It says antibodies. What are antibodies? Antibodies are like white blood cells. <laughs> Did they give you a prescription for white blood cells? Oh my gosh, Emily. 
um, and painkillers and tell me no more breastfeeding? My boyfriend became ill. It was all a mess. Oh, God. On top of it, we hadn't even named our little baby yet. He went probably two weeks unnamed. Yeah, I mean, you know, shit happens. It was crazy and blurry, and we all made it through those first few weeks. And that's one of many shit shows I'll one day share. Lady, you just shared it right here, right now, Emily. So listeners, write in. Let's name this baby. (laughs) Thank you, ladies, for being raw and relatable. I always look forward to listening to new episodes. Thank you, Emily. Thank you so much for uh, for that story. What a fucking nightmare. What a shit show. Thank you for sharing your shit show. Yeah. All right. This is an email from Becky. Hi, Amanda and Betsy. I love your podcast. It's my go-to on shitty days. It always makes me laugh and reminds me I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I have an 8-year-old boy and an 18-month-old girl. Mm. Big age gap, I know, but due to a medical condition, it wasn't safe for me to have another right away. But I'm glad because I love the age gap. They're close enough uh, to love to play together, but far enough apart to not fight over toys and petty things. Wow. Great. La-di-da. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a la-di-da sort of situation, but okay. No, I'm fucking around. Uh, anyway, I want to tell you about my shitty week. It started on Monday. My daughter had her 18-month wellness visit at 8 a.m., and my son needed to be at school at 7.45. Isn't that always how it goes? I don't know why I scheduled it this way. I blame my mom brain. Fair enough. So, I called my mom the night before. <laughs> Can I just interject real quick? So, we have a friend who just gave birth. And she was like, oh, when will this mom brain go away? And I just didn't, I just didn't want to break it to her. So I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, mom brain. We'll let you know. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, Spoiler alert. It never goes away. Okay, keep going. Um, So I called my mom the night before to see if she could take my son to school so I could take my daughter to the doctor. My husband works from 3 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yikes. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. 3 a.m. To 4 p.m. He's a criminal. To four, He has a 13-hour day. That starts at 3 a.m. with a, a bank heist. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. What? Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. Okay. Uh, everything went great. My daughter was a champ. She didn't even flinch when she got her shots. It was a successful morning. Yeah. We carried on with our day of running errands and dealing with customers. I run our company from home. Uh, and doing my housework later that evening, my daughter starts to throw up, like everywhere. Her whole bed is covered. I go to pick her up, and she throws up on me and the floor. Yeah. I run her to the bathroom to clean her up. I remake her bed with new bedding and decide to lay towels over the bedding. So if she throws up again, I can just remove the towel and replace it. That seems really smart. That seems smart. This goes on all night. Throw up, remove towel, replace it, on and on. Finally, at about... Again, system in place is a success. Amen. Uh, Finally, at about 4 a.m., she falls asleep. Oh, oh my God. Just in time for your husband to start work. (laughs) Uh, I was so exhausted, but I have to get up and get my son's lunch packed... Homework signed, etc. Oh I wake God. my son up at six, caca, and get him fed and ready. Uh, <laughs> did you for say caca? I did. Okay. Because I also get my uh, yeah. son up at six. Uh, and I call my mom again and have her take him to school so I don't have to wake the baby. <gasps> Great idea. Smart. 
She seemed great when she woke up, and I thought it must have been a 24-hour bug, and we were on the other side of it now. Yay! <laughs> Wanna bet? Oh, no! Uh, that's me adding that. That's my prediction. Okay. She was eating and drinking, playing, and being her troublemaker self when I smelled something like nothing I'd ever smelled in my life, which I assume was a bad smell. Uh, I. Oh, what if it was a good smell? What if it was just like, uh, I, like a jasmine muffin? That? Yeah, a jasmine muffin? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's baked goods and it's a delicious, it's a flower that I like. You know what, Betsy, I just read ahead of sentence, it's not jasmine muffin. Okay, oh, okay, keep going. Alright, here we go. So, I went to change your diaper and as soon as I opened the diaper, it was like a river of shit came flowing out the sides Oof. and... Uh, all over the place. She had shit up her back, all the way up her neck, yep. and her hair, and it was dripping on the floor <gasps> and everywhere. On her hair. I tried to keep it together and not vomit all over and make more of a mess. I changed her <laughs> and cleaned up the mess. Good job. And she adds, yes, Good Amanda. Good job, Becky. She adds, yes, Amanda. I threw away her clothes. Yeah. Uh... Good for you. I'd throw the whole room away. Yeah, fair enough. Once we were both showered and clean again, we went back about our day. It was a crazy busy day. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Uh, the business phone was ringing Isn't off the hook. Parenthood in a, in a nutshell? You're like, oh my God, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was the Pompeii of feces. Uh, anyway, ding, ding, back to work. <laughs> yeah, stuff doesn't wait for you. Um, <gasps> yeah. yeah, back to the parenting minds. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, crazy busy day. Business phone was ringing off the hook. I was talking to a customer again when it hit me again. That smell. Words cannot describe oh. the smell. Oh no. That smell should not be able to come out of such a cute little girl, but it did. I quickly got the customer off the phone and decided to be smart and take the baby outside to change her. I put on a t- I put a towel on the grass. I really want to talk about these timeshares, but um, I gotta, um, I gotta go. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hang on. <laughs> um, uh, okay. I- Look, don't kill yourself for the next uh, I don't know ten minutes. I gotta deal with something. I'll call- you okay. call me right back. You're gonna see two wires. There's a red wire and a green wire. Make sure you cut that. Oh, I smell something. Hang on. <laughs> I assume, I don't know what you do, Becky. I assume you do remote bomb diffusal. That's probably what, yeah. Um, okay, I put a towel on the grass and changed the god-awful diaper out right in the, the open. the grass? Yeah, yeah, she what? took the baby outside. Oh. Of the whole house. Of the house? Of the house. This is how she bad it smells. She took the baby outside the house? Sometimes you gotta take the baby outside the house. They were in the house. And she was like, I gotta take She was like, I run my house. business in the house, but I want this baby out in... Nature. Good lord. Yeah, that's how that's how bad the smell was. That's a really that's bad. Yes. I don't know if I've ever changed a diaper that bad. Uh that I was like, let's leave the building that we're in and and fix this. Right. I changed the diaper out in the open air where if it went everywhere, who cares? Um, we go back inside, I go to the bathroom to wash my hands, and when I come out of the bathroom, I find three of our goats are in our living room. Obviously. Because uh, I was going to ask, where are your goats at? <laughs> yeah, where are your goats this whole time, Becky? <laughs> yeah, this whole time. That's the one thing that's been bugging me. I mean, yes, obviously, take your kid into the yard to change a shitty diaper. But have your goats be inside. <laughs> yeah, close the door so your goats don't get in. What business? Now I want to know, a bit. do you sell goats? Is it goat-related? Yeah. Um, no one knows this, but... 
Ari is obsessed with goats. I'm a little obsessed he with goats. He loves goats, and he wishes that he also had a home business that dealt with goats. Uh, 100%. If you go to my Instagram, it's a lot of goat selfies with me. Yeah, it's just you with a lot of goats. Okay. So, anyway, I find three of our goats. No, not our three goats. Three of our goats. <laughs> we have multitudes. Of indoor goats. They have yeah. a herd of indoor goats. Or just goats in general, but these three are indoors. Uh, yeah, surprise. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like they're outdoor goats. Either way, you're right. They have many goats, but these are just three of them. Until now, I didn't know there was a difference between indoor goats and outdoor goats. I mean... It's like an, it's like an indoor falcon. Like, what are you doing? Um, so... I find three of our goats are in my living room while my daughter is just laughing and petting them. At this point, I am so tired and so done. Why? That I just start <laughs> screaming and while crying, get out, just get out. I can't oh. do this anymore. Oh, mama. As if the goats would just understand my pain and leave. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like she does not want us here. <laughs> uh, we should goat the fuck out of here. Nice. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, I pull myself together and find that the back door was open, so I shoo the goats out and lock the door. So maybe you're right. Maybe they were outdoor goats. Um, maybe, yeah. And lock the door because so they don't unlock the door. <laughs> I checked to make sure because they were gonna they were gonna just turn the doorknob with their little goat feet. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. With the tiny little hoops. Uh, I checked to make sure they didn't shit or pee anywhere. And at this point, it's time to get my son. Okay, so they're outdoor goats. Um, I load up my daughter and pray she when, doesn't poop whenever again. Whenever were they going to be indoor goats? Just, I thought they were indoor goats. indoor goats. Who has indoor goats? Until a minute ago. This is a story that all of a sudden drops three goats are in my living room. I feel like there was never a possibility that these were indoor goats. And I honestly have never heard of an indoor goat. You're going to sit there and tell me that you haven't fantasized about a world where you have indoor goats for pets. Ari. Okay. I load up my daughter and pray she doesn't poop again, and she doesn't, and the rest of the day goes good. Yay! Yay! I feed her only the brat diet, which yes. is bones and raw food. Yeah, <laughs> bones and raw food. Oh, Ari. Ari, okay. I would like to... You're a dad. You're a dad. Yes. Eight, eight years in. Eight plus <laughs> years yep. in. Yep. Ari, um, what's the brat diet? Beef, radishes... Ants and tobacco. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Oh, I get it confused with the barf diet. I always think it's bones and raw food. What's the brat diet? Um, it's beans, <laughs> alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. That doesn't even spell brat. I don't know. It's it's it it's the one where you can only eat uh, chicken and vegetables. What? <laughs> Smarty pants. What's the brat diet? <laughs> that is. I mean, we're laughing and it is funny, but that is the mental load in a nutshell. Ah, uh, it is bananas. Uh huh. Apples. Uh huh. Oh, wait, bro. Oh. Right. <laughs> bananas, rice, apples, and tobacco. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Right? Uh-huh. I told it. you. Applesauce. Yep. Applesauce. And... Mm, turkey legs. <laughs> 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 Tofu. 
I can't remember. Oh, oh you can't remember. I can't I'll tell you the T. The T is you shouldn't have dragged me that hard for not remembering what the brat diet is. There enough. But also, <laughs> you had no idea what the time is. Uh, what the fuck is the T? What is the T? What is the T? It's well, it's bananas, rice, applesauce, and da da well, obviously, you're not getting the answer from me. I don't anyway, know. Anyway, go on. Anyway, um, I fed her, uh, well, maybe it's the brat diet. No? It's uh, all brats. It's all yeah, brats. Yeah, it's all bratwurst all the time. You throwing up, eat a bratwurst. Eat a bratwurst. <laughs> That'll fix you. Uh, all right. I, oh, the brat diet for dinner, and I put her to bed. After she has been asleep for about an hour, she starts crying, and I go in to check on her. And as soon as I get... Uh, to her bed, she projectile vomits on me. Oh, my God. Uh, shouldn't have fed her those brats. Yeah. So, again, I remake her bed and clean us up and put her back in bed. And now I sit here next to her bed, dying for sleep, but afraid to leave her side in case it starts again. Mm. So I decided to send you my shit show while having a glass of wine. There you go. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. I'm so sorry that it happened to you. <laughs> But at least you've got goats. At least you have goats. I mean, jealous. Right. Okay. This is from Anna Atkins Trotta. First, I'd like to say thank you so much. I stay up late listening to your episodes and it makes me laugh. It is a stress relief from a day of, well, stress. A few weeks ago, I had to take my six, six-year-old daughter to the hospital because she had to do her first chemo session. Oh, oh my God! no. It was very stressful, but I came home to listen to your show, and I was relaxed. Kind of, because, well, you can never be so fucking relaxed when your kid is going to chemo. But yeah. I laughed, and it was enough. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Anna, Thank you. Glad we could help. I am glad that we could help. Now, this sounds like a sad story, but it's not because this happened yesterday and it just reminded me of a funny, normal time with my kid. Amelia, my husband, and I drove over to a Henry Matisse paper cutouts exhibit. Oh my God, when I was a kid, we had a book about... (laughs) Matisse cutouts and I loved it so much we were walking and looking at the paintings canvases whatever the fuck you call it and I noticed that there were a lot of art critics walking around and I get these occasional glances from them because I'm not holding a camera to my eye or a paper guidebook in my hand as I become interested in this beach painting canvas whatever the fuck you call it I grab Amelia's hand and she walks over to it She tilts her head, purses her lips, made her eyebrows scrunch together, and says, Well, she sighs, at least he tried his best. (laughs) So obviously she did not understand this type of art. Oh my God. Maybe she does understand this type of art. This six-year-old does not understand my taste. Good Lord. And I was on the verge of crying of embarrassment or laughing milk out of my nose. Were you drinking milk in a 
rest in a museum. In a museum, that's crazy. No one would let you drink that. Why are you drinking milk? Don't in drink this? milk in a museum. Don't drink a milk. Because sometimes a museum. you'll see a funny Matisse and you'll laugh out your nose, yeah, and it'll be then you'll ruin a painting, a priceless painting. My husband Roman had to drag me and Amelia out of the hot spot of all the critics' stares. So I'm standing there before I was dragged away, getting all these disgusting glares from all the people around, and all I'm thinking is, OMG, I'm so proud of her. Even being newly diagnosed, she can express herself and say what she wants without feeling embarrassed or ashamed. Fair enough, fair enough. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I figured this was the first step in being a hero to others and an inspiration to herself. <laughs> Love it. Fuck this art. Ugh. Fuck my taste. So we're driving home and I'm listening to my little girl singing in the back seat and I'm crying. Crying! Because even though your kids can be stressful, a handful, or ridiculous, they can still give you those moments where you can look back and laugh about your experiences together. Because even though they will be a mess sometimes, they are a blessing. Yes, it is so true. Cheers. Thank you for listening to my story. Again, I would like to say thank you so much for keeping my spirits up when I needed it the most. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for that email, Anna. All right. So uh, this is from Minnie. Minnie says, okay, so not sure uh, how often this is checked, but I have to tell you guys that this podcast is slowly saving my life. Um, Minnie sent this today, so we check it. Uh, I just became the mother of two in January and this last pregnancy birth and just overall change has been a shit show for me. I finally oh. got diagnosed... For postpartum depression last month. And All while looking right. for things... You got diagnosed! You got diagnosed! Congratulations! Ha ha ha! Yeah, for, for real. White wine! That's good. That's yes, good. that's super good. A lot of people are just like, why am I feeling like shit? And then they just feel that way for a long yeah. time. Yeah, the baby blues. I had postpartum anxiety and I had no idea until years later. Because everyone was like, do you feel sad? And I was like, no. And in the back of my mind was like, but I do have crazy, crazy intrusive thoughts. Right. But yeah, no one asked me about that. So anyway, anyway good for you. Good. Um, I, and uh, while looking for things to make me feel better, I found this podcast. Yes. Thank you. This is the first thing that has made me feel not alone and has me cracking up daily. I just started listening, so I have like a million weeks to catch up on. Anywho, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys fucking rock. Minerva Asara. Beautiful. So uh, Read another. Uh, all right, here's one. This one uh, I dedicate to Amanda because oh. it's called Listener Story Cussing Kids is the headline. That is right up Amanda's alley. All right, from Elizabeth Hendricks. All right, sorry if this is not the way to submit user stories. It is. But I just finished <laughs> listening to the Cat Burdick episode and I had to share a funny story. Lovely. Before I do that, I want to tell you how much I love you guys. Your podcast is great. You are my people. Yay! Yay! Anyway, one day my husband and I were sitting on the couch with our oldest. He was just under three at the time. Our ambunctious dog started doing her run around the house where she would run the circuit and then bark and then run again. Oh, yeah. We call those the, the puppy, puppy crazies. crazies. Uh, our son stood up on the couch and said, you fucking dog, you are fucking me, and you are fucking daddy, and you are fucking mommy. Amazing. Amazing. How old is that kid? Uh, just under three. Oh, my God. My, oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? When our 
three-year-old was just under three, he was struggling with dada. Yeah. Let alone, this dog is fucking the whole system! So congratulations, your child is very verbal. Uh, very verbal. Holy shit. My husband and I were shocked. I swear even Quinn, our dog, looked at us like, the F is wrong with him. Our son back, our son I mean, just to be fair, sat you, back you down. You're all very, like, you're swearing a lot. Including Well, yes. I mean, don't be that shocked. He got that from somewhere. I mean, no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> uh, our son just sat back down like he owned shit. Much love, Elizabeth. This was sent last summer. Uh, I don't even know. They didn't even say their name. Oh, mysterious. Angel Rose. Okay. Good afternoon, ladies. I finally decided to venture out into this world of podcasts. Yours is the second one I've ever listened to, and I've been hooked ever since. I'm almost all caught up. I just played your listener stories from March, and it was finally compelled to send the email that I've been contemplating writing even though I'm not going to say anything you haven't already heard. That's all right. Let's hear it. I have a three and a half year old son and a seven. Heard it. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) I have a three and a half year old son and a 17 month old daughter. I'm in management in the food and beverage industry so I work 50 hours a week. My husband works 45. Jeez, you two. And it is hard. That's a combined 95. That sounds, that sounds hard. Oh, boy. But I find myself thinking it's our fault. We make it hard. What? I must not enjoy being a mom because I'm just not cut out for this. This one actually really hurts. I mean, here I am really thinking... Huh, I must not like my children. I must not be wired properly to have the patience and love that's needed to be a mom. It's probably not normal to refer to my son as an asshole. Not to his face, of course. Well, can we just pause right there? Have you? I've got a podcast for you. It's this one. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, don't we all feel that way all the time? Yeah, very very few of us are equipped for this. Right? Yeah, but we do it anyway. I feel like even when we have everything that we need, even if you have all your needs met in terms of being a parent financially and uh, just like with support, with family and stuff. Under the best of circumstances, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. For real. It's not... Your fault. It's not... Don't worry about how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... Fuck that. Yeah. So if you're working a zillion hours a week and your partner is working a zillion hours a week, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard and that's okay. You are doing your best. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Oh, boy. But then I listen to the stories that you both share, your guests, your listeners, and I feel like I'm going to be okay. I feel like I'm a normal mom. Oh, lady. Confirmed. Confirmed. You are a normal mom and you're doing a great job. All my friends had their kids around the same time that I was pregnant with my daughter. So the first few years with my son, I had no mom tribe. Oh, oh. that's isolating. I feel like I was I was one of the first in our 
sort of tribe to have kids and it was very isolating yeah that's really hard i i hear you Ca-ca! yeah it's hard being the tip of the parenting spear Mm-hmm. even now they each have one child all girls and under the age of two so they don't fully get me oh god and you have a three and a half year old son yeah no yeah. that's isolating that is really hard Everyone's like, we're having tea parties. And you're like, my child is going to destroy your house. We have a glass coffee table and things. Today you read a story about a mom with two kids, an age gap of 20 months. You pointed out Betsy's older two are only 20 months apart and commented on how hard that is. I did some quick math because I'm a mom, hey? So, of course, I forgot what the age difference is of my own children. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Sometimes I don't even know how old I am. I was oddly relieved to realize that they are only 27 months apart. Somehow I felt vindicated. Lady, you should feel vindicated. 27 months is hard. You should feel vindicated, honestly, no matter how far apart they are. You that should feel too. vindicated if they're twins, if they're 10 years apart. <laughs> just vindicate thyself. Parenthood is hard. Yeah, and you know what? Curious. Other motherfuckers out there are not going to vindicate you. True. I felt like, hey, those ladies have kids 20 months apart, and that's allowed to be extra hard. What's another seven months? Yes, absolutely. Cheers. It, you are allowed to feel like it is hard because it is, and it is valid, 100%. Even though I know that when we are talking about small children, seven months is actually kind of a lot. Fuck that. What? So no funny story here. I'm sure I have a bunch somewhere deep inside my memory castle, but I, <laughs> but I can't remember any of them. You ladies are doing a great job as mothers, wives, and leaders of our mom community. Oh, you are making a difference in this mom's life, and for that, I could not be more grateful. Oh. Oh, Angel Rose, if that is your name, um, <laughs> do this. Uh, write us back. Because it's almost a year after you wrote this email. Yeah. Uh, Tell us how it's going. Uh, Share some of your new shit shows, because I'm sure you've got some. (laughs) And just know, we vindicate you, we vindicate you, we vindicate you. You were vindicated. I think what you meant to say was... Ca-ca! Ca-ca! All right. Well, let's wrap it up here, I think. Um... Thank you so much for sending in your listener emails. They are awesome. Just remember that you are not alone. You are doing a great job. It's all a fucking shit show. Life is a shit show. I want to ride it all All night night long long. for years on end. Um, Yeah. Right? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. And that's okay. And everyone's having a hard time. And if they act like they're not, uh, they're a fucking liar. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, um, we're not going to do the thing that Amanda does all the time because that's Amanda's theme. Yeah, I haven't been keeping track. Yeah, but just know, Ari, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And Betsy, you are doing a great job. Thank you. And all of you listening, everyone who sent in an email, you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks.
Campfire.